The FCS College Football Experience Week 10 Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by 365. All right. Yes, Bet 365. Uh, bet 365 is now is now offering new users a thousand dollar risk-free bet. Sign up today. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty-five. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use that promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out, Boz out. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome! Welcome to the FCS College Football Experience Week 10 Reaction Show. Oh, we have got, I mean, I tried to get this in yesterday, it couldn't fit in, schedule was all over the place, so here we are reacting to uh, a little late than the normal time, but reacting to a great uh, FCS Week 10. Ten. Uh, look, folks. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, that's fair. My name is Kobe Swinging Dan Tobey's dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Yes. When you're losing, you got to pretend it never happened and get on with your life. But when you're winning, you got to remind people that it happened. All right. And that's what we do here on this show. I am joined by my co-host, this guy. Uh, they call him the Gulf Coast Guru. He's known to spend half his life on, on a pontoon boat and the other half on a power boat with babes, broads, and uh, beer bongs. All right, give it up for Mike Rose, aka the Gulf Coast Guru. How you doing, brother? Yo, buddy, I almost feel guilty. I'm down here swimming with mermaids and riding manatees, and you're doing like 50 shows a night. Oof, I gotta catch up yeah. someday. But when basketball so done, hits, man. man, when basketball hits, it's <laughs> overdrive, man. You're like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> shout out to the chat. Robert Martin's checking in from Winnipeg, Canada, saying, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Shout out to 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 you, Robert. Go uh, go, BC Lions. Go Simon Fraser. They need to start their football program back up and let's get into some FCS. I don't know who you root for in the FCS, Robert from uh, all the way from there, but maybe Eastern Washington, perhaps maybe North Dakota state, maybe South Dakota state. I don't know. St. Thomas. 
Um, Montana, Montana State. Let us know in the chat. But uh, man, what a wild week we had. Let's get to recapping all of the games. But before I do that, I want to tell the folks out there that the FCS College Football Experience is brought to you by Bet365. Yes, uh, look. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. They got props, sides, totals, live betting, folks. Uh, Bet365 has you covered with whatever you got, whatever you need. Uh, and if you like boost, you're going to you're going to love Bet365 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Woo! Plus they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers: either you know a thousand dollar first bet safety net, or bet five dollars get one hundred fifty dollars in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty five. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com dot com slash bet three sixty five. Problem gambling? Call one eight hundred gambler. Uh, folks, yeah, I mean. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Look, underdog is a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, uh, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, simply pick a higher or lower on your favorite players, fantasy projection and cash in on what, on what it is essentially. So watch along, make picks and maybe make a little extra cash over on underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right. We are back on the FCS college football experience week 10 reaction show at Thursday. Things started off with a bang for me. Because Bethune Cookman covered the 10. Had to sweat it a little bit. They got it done against Mississippi Valley State, as I bet the hell out of that. Uh they're not Bethune Cookman's not the worst. You know who is the worst? It's Valley State. What'd you make of this one? Hey, wait, 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 wait. Pine Bluffs worse than Mississippi Valley State, even. So not quite the worst, man. But uh yeah, I took the ten and a half here just because I thought both teams were were god awful. But uh Hey, you win some, lose some. This, this <laughs> matchup went kind of how it should, I guess. <laughs> well, we both hit on the Ivy Friday game, depending on where you got the number. Well, we gave it away on the show. Princeton was catching more than the touchdown. And when we saw it uh, Friday afternoon, it was what? Princeton, what, minus two? Had, yeah, that's, that's where I saw it. Had about nine points, a 10 point swing. Uh, well, we got the game right based on what the line was, but uh, it depends where the audience did, but shout out to that. That's a big time win because Princeton was in first place in the Ivy. And now, now, I mean, I'm looking at the standings right now. The Ivy is just, um, so Harvard is four and one Remember, Princeton has a tiebreaker with them. So they're going to need Harvard to lose a game. But after that, it's the big green Dartmouth, fucking Dartmouth, uh, second place tie with the Penn Quakers, Yale, Princeton, and then you have one game back, Cornell and Brown and Columbia at zero and five. Uh, so big time loss there, big time win for Dartmouth. Let's jump over to Saturday. Duquesne Wagner. <laughs> you know I wag uh, I uh, locked up Wagner. They hit, but the Dukes of Duquesne did win. 
Um, Duquesne is pretty much, I feel like locked this thing up. Mary max three and two, the fucking long Island shocks a three and two St. Francis, three and three Wagner, three and three. So it's pretty much a wrap. I think if they win what this week, Duquesne's remaining schedule. Uh, yeah, I think it's a wrap because they have two. Lo- I guess technically Mary Mac, if Duquesne loses to Stonehill this week, then uh, Mary Mac, you know, Mary Mac would have to win this week uh, against against Central Connecticut State and then beat Duquesne the following week. Highly unlikely. It seems like Duquesne's going to be in the FCS playoffs. What did you make of this outcome? Yeah, I mean uh, Duquesne. That's uh, CJ Sullivan's team, right? Isn't it? So he's, looking, he's a Duke alum. There we go. Looking pretty damn good there. Looks like uh, they're on their way to winning that conference. I, I don't see them dropping the Stone Stonehill game. So uh, they're they're looking good. I mean uh, Wagner is the thing that I would really take from it though. Is they they came out and they fought again, kept it within a score. You know, touchdown and a two point conversion. So good for them. Good progress this year. Hopefully, it leads into next year for Wagner. Yeah. Yeah. They've been much improved as compared to last season. Yale 36 Brown 17. Woo. I did not foresee an ass whooping like that coming on the road, but the Yale Bulldogs big time win there. What'd you make of this one? Yeah. I mean, Brown's been so feisty and Yale's been kind of all over the place up and down, but uh, I, I mean, this is probably just an example of the team with the more talent coming out there and getting it done. And Yale's in a situation where if they want to keep in the Ivy league hunt, you know, you broke it down. They're right there, but they got to win their games. So this is uh, the better team getting it done. So good, good on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sacred heart decided to show signs of life <laughs> with a seven point win over central Connecticut state. The pioneers get it done. They said the basement is for the blue devils. We're not, we don't belong there. Uh, didn't see that one coming. If you listen to our Saturday morning show, I locked up Long Island on the money line as a ten-point dog or nine and a half-point dog. That came true. The fucking Sharks took down St. Francis, PA, twenty-nine twenty-eight in an NEC Classic, and the fucking Sharks with a big-time win. They're now they have a winning record in conference, so. The shocks are coming along here. What'd you do here? Uh, on the show, I laid the 11 with St. Francis. Actually, I didn't bet this come game day. It wasn't a game I loved. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of bummed out that the fucking shocks didn't get it together earlier. This is a team we both said could make some noise in conference. And uh, they really just kind of fell asleep at the wheel too long. And now they're showing, you know, they're not a bad team. So good win for them. But uh, hopefully next year they stay up towards the top a little longer. Fight, fight it out. Yeah. North Carolina beat Campbell by 52. Mm. I took the points. I didn't bet it. Uh, Also, Holy cross. Matthew Saluka didn't play for the second straight week as Holy cross barely escaped Lehigh 28, 24, but a win is a win is a win. And folks um, with the other news that happened, Holy cross uh, currently in first place. Now Lafayette could hop them because of the tiebreaker, they just got to play one more conference game. Uh, Cause Holy cross is four and one in conference. Lafayette's three and one. So let's get to it. Holy cross does win 28, 24 uh, San Diego. We were all over this one. I feel like heading to South Carolina to take on the blue hose. 
They got it done by 10 on the road. Talent prevailed as we, as that was our handicap as the Toreros get it done cross country. What, what do you make of this one? Yeah. One of a few double locks we hit uh, blue hose been a little feistier this year, but definitely a situation where talent comes up and prevails. Um, I'm glad to see San Diego getting it together. I, I know they had the coaching switch in the off season, a little bit of karma early on looked like, but uh, it was a good win for the program. And hopefully they, they kind of catch some momentum here. Presbyterian keep on working. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, let's get to, well, and, and Harvard beats Columbia 38, 24. If anything, I might've been a little closer than I thought it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. Drake goes into New York. And has that lockdown defense. Red Fox, you know, Red Fox thought they're gonna get something going. Not so fast. Uh look, I mean, Drake stays undefeated. They win in conference. They win ten to three in New York. It's a shame we're not gonna see Drake and Davidson. Both teams at the top of the pioneer. Something hopefully gives so we see it because it's it, someone's gonna get screwed over potentially. So uh, but what'd you make of that outcome? Yeah, I mean that's that's a really good win for Drake there, uh, going on the road, getting that one done against the Marist team that you know they showed up a couple times and gave some teams some games, won some games we didn't think they would. Uh, now you're looking at a Drake team that, like as you said, they're up at the top of the uh, the pile there, but they got Presbyterian uh, next week or this week, which should be should be a win for them as long as they get it done, and then they got the big showdown against Butler end of the year. And Davidson doesn't have anything like that. Cause they got Dayton at the end of the year and they are hot ass. So uh, Drake, they kind of control their own destiny. Got to get that one done on the road against Butler though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and the chat is talking Ohio state and Michigan as, as Ohio state apparently was uh, caught cheating as well. Um, same with when, when, when don't they cheat, man? Yeah. Yeah. Perpetual yeah. underdogs and their fans. The eyes. irony <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> The shocker of the day, one of them was Colgate 37, Lafayette 34 in overtime. The Raiders, we were on the Raiders, but whew, I didn't know about them winning out outright at Fisher Stadium there in Eastern Pennsylvania. That is a critical. Now, Lafayette, you, if you're a Leopards fan, it's been an unbelievable season. You got to close out strong, but I'm a bit nervous because they get Fordham and then the oldest rivalry in the history of college football, Lafayette Lehigh to end the season. This was a loss you couldn't afford. Now we'll see because right now you're still, and if you take care of business, you, you go to the FCS playoffs, you went out, you're, you're in the FCS playoffs. If not good luck. What'd you make of this one? I mean, yeah, Lafayette asleep at the wheel loses this game to Colgate. You really wish that wouldn't have happened for the program, but, uh, I mean, they're so far ahead of schedule where John Troxel has them. Uh, by the way, Troxel, another example of a D3 guy coming up to major college football and, and really, you know, turning things around faster than you expect. We've seen it with DePower uh, up at the higher level. We've seen it with your boy Leipold. Yeah. So these D3 guys, they got to keep looking there and then finding more of these guys. They're, they're legendary. But um, what I want to know from you is do you think uh, – I, I know Lafayette can't. Lafayette needs the auto, but they need to win out. Holy cross. Do you think that's a team that could find themselves sitting in the, on the road to Frisco in the playoffs without winning the conference? If they win this week, potentially Army, they have to beat an FBS. Too. They almost had Boston college. If they get army, I think they might get themselves in. 
especially considering Boston College is like fucking like <laughs> like hasn't lost since I feel like. Uh well no, they had the Louisville game, but they 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 have a winning record. Um yeah, I that was a shocker. I mean, I know we took Colgate. We were on the right side of it, but it was still a shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh I got cute with this one. I took New Hampshire to Wildcats uh against against Villanova. Villanova showing they belong, I think, in the FCS playoffs with a, a t- double digit win at New Hampshire. New Hampshire's been one of the more disappointing teams in the FCS this year. What'd you make of this one? Yeah, I did not see this coming. This is this is one where uh, we we picked, you know, kind of based off of a smell as opposed to diving in, as Patty C always says, you know. And sometimes as a handicapper, you get caught up in that. You see a number, you think it's speaking one way, and you bet against your head. Um, but yeah, I mean, Villanova looking great this year. I mean, the top the top of the CAA heap is definitely not what I think we really would have pictured it being. I mean, it's kind of some of the teams, but in just a completely different order really fun conference. I hope everybody's following this. Cause this is, this is outstanding. Yeah, folks. And just to key in on that, uh, currently in first place is the Albany great Danes and big puff. Yes. Burger. Also in first place there, they have five teams with a five and one record Villanova Wildcats, the Elon Phoenix, the Delaware fighting blue hens and don't sleep on the Richmond spiders. If anything, New Hampshire, who people thought could win the thing, they're two and four. If anything, Rhode Island, people thought could win the thing, they're three and three. William and Mary, the tribe, people thought maybe they're three and three. Been it's been it's been a wacky fun season in the CIA, folks. Um uh Stony Brook got absolutely housed by Monmouth 56 to 17. Monmouth is also three and three in that conference. Uh Seawolves are terrible. Um, Cornell eight pen 23 Franklin field. I thought Jamison Wang could be able to cover the number. He doesn't the Penn Quakers defend the best stadium there. Franklin field. Uh, none of those that surprising, right? No, not really. Uh, you know, Penn Penn still riding them to be atop the Ivy by the end of the year. I'm still hoping on that, uh, for whatever that's worth for the Ivy league, I guess just pride since they don't want to be in the playoff, but yeah, not not too surprising. I was on pen on that one. Cornell wildly inconsistent, so uh, they got some things to figure out with old Jameson Wang. Uh, I was surprised that Maine went up to or that uh, Hampton went up to Maine and and got a win. Shout out to the Hampton Pirates, who are now three and three in the CAA as well. Maine one and six. What happened to the the days? I'm shit. I remember when the Maine Black Bears went into Starkville and beat Mississippi State. Uh, they've hit some, some tough times lately. Hopefully that program gets back to, to where it should be. Morgan state only beats Delaware state by seven. Remember that spread was ridiculous. Um, Towson beats a and T, but only by 10 and then Davidson that I feel like we should pause on Davidson because they won 61. They put up 61 points on Stetson there in Florida, this wildcat triple option attacking. What, what do you make of that one? Yeah, but they gave up 41. So they actually didn't end up covering. So we still did hit our pick on Stetson there. But uh Davidson, yeah, that offense looking explosive and that week, week schedule they have uh they had really, really looks like it's gonna pay off and, and possibly get them the auto bid. So very interesting there. Uh good for them putting up 61, I guess, but they better learn how to play a little bit of D, giving up 41 to Stetson. Not a good look. Yeah, yeah. Um we locked up VMI against East Tennessee State. Danny Rocco and the Key Nets. 
Got a big win in the SoCon. It's, look, it's, they're not going to be da- they're not going to be you know on the road to Frisco dancing, but it's a decent year considering you know four and five now. I think he's doing a pretty damn good job. Big time win there, East Tennessee State. I don't know what's happened to that program. Not that long ago, they were solid FCS playoff team. Nope, now they're a fucking train wreck. Uh, nice win there for the Keydads and Youngstown State. They didn't get phased when they left the ice box to go to uh, Terry Hope. Nineteen seven win. Yeah, and that was a that was a sneaky spot. Mm-hmm. Um, the Great bad news is week, is that man. South Dakota State didn't didn't lose, but we'll get to that. Uh, big time win for the Penguins. Kennesaw State got up early. I think it was fourteen nothing on Sam Houston, and I go, whoa! I know Kennesaw's jump into the Conference USA next year, but Sam Houston scores twenty four of the last thirty one points of the game and gets the win as Sam Houston gets their first FBS, well, first win in the FBS. I know they're playing an FCS team. Some of the games of the days here. This game was insane. If you have you, if you have ESPN Plus, go watch this one. Gardner Webb and Bryant, unfucking believable. Gardner Gardner Webb uh, looked like they were going to lose this game a couple times, and they needed this because now you really have a situation here where uh, they're they have the tiebreaker on UT Martin, and and by the way, we'll get to UT Martin. Gardner Webb though stays alive to potentially get the auto bid by winning 45-44 over the Bryant Bulldogs. What'd you make of this one? Yeah, this one was uh crazy. This is a game uh I actually bet this one. I got Gardner Webb at minus one. <laughs> so I pushed this game. No harm, no foul. Uh Bryant finally showing up. But um good win for Gardner Webb. I mean, get it done on the road in overtime. That could be tricky to do sometimes. And now looking at the rest of their schedule. They got Tennessee Tech, who, I don't know, maybe a little bit of new life. They've been feisty recently. And then Charleston Southern, same thing. Crappy team, but they've been a little feisty lately. So they really control their own destiny here. That auto bid's theirs for the taking with the uh, the tiebreaker over UT Martin. So glad to see it. I love this team. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fordham gets past Bucknell in a close one, 27-21. And then... The CAA delivered Albany. The Great Danes go, you know, beat the piss out of William and Mary. We were all over the Great Danes here. Uh, 24 to 8. William and Mary's having a tough year. And the Great Danes look like, I actually think the Great Danes look like serious contenders for the FCS championship. Uh, Another one in the CAA. Shocker. Elon, 33. Delaware, 27. Whew. Let me ask you this. You look at Elon and say they're they're overall five and four. They're five and one in the CAA, and when you look at so, like it, they wouldn't get the outright bid because they they lost to North Carolina Central, they lost to Gardner Webb. But damn, they don't have so they have some nice wins now that they've compiled. You know whether it was William and Mary, which I guess lo- looks worse now, but at Delaware, Delaware was looking unbelievable. What do you make of this Phoenix team? Yeah, I mean, they're they're they were one that also like went through a lot of transition this year, got, you know, transfer quarterback coming in and stuff. So interesting to see them, you know, beat some of these teams, but then they lost some games that hurt them. Like like you said, I think they need the auto bid. I, I don't think they're in a good enough spot to uh get in without it, honestly. And and this week they're gonna go on the road and they have to play a Richmond Spider team that's only been getting better. 
So back-to-back road spots, big win over Delaware. I don't like that spot for them. On the other side of the coin, man, Delaware, disappointing game. And this is a team that I think uh, a lot of people were kind of, not you know, the publications were looking hesitant to kind of rank them really up there in the upper echelon of the league because they really didn't beat anybody. And now we see them, you know, playing this Elon team and they get beat at home. Maybe they're a little more fraudulent than we thought the Blue Hens were this year, but I think they're looking at a playoff spot either way. Well, here's what's interesting here is yeah, obviously Richmond's five and one with Elon. If you take care of business against Richmond, you know, that's the last big test. You have two games left, but you go seven and one. Delaware and Nova play each other, right? Mm-hmm. I know Nova gets Towson, I think, before that. Um so I think if I'm if if you're a fan of Elon, you're rooting for Delaware to beat Nova because Nova beat Elon twenty one nothing. So then mm-hmm. your argument to the committee would be like, hey, and then also uh, it looks like Albany's cruising. They're at Stony Brook and then home to Monmouth. So it looks like Albany, which Albany and Elon didn't play in the regular season. So I don't know. It would be interesting to see. You kind of think Albany's going to go you know, uh, seven and one in conference. Now, Delaware, the winner of Delaware, Elon will also go seven and one. But if you're sitting there, I'm sorry, the, the winner of Villanova, Delaware will be seven and one. And if Elon can take care of Richmond, all three will be seven and one. Elon would have the tiebreaker over Delaware. And then I don't know how they would deduce the uh, Albany Elon thing because they didn't play each other. Now, obviously, Elon has one more loss, but Elon also played. You could, you could just make an argument. I know Elon actually Albany, I think played two FBSs, So maybe they would be the ones that get in uh, from I think, the auto I think Albany, Albany has like a really good uh, claim, no matter what. I mean, you got them. They whipped up on Fordham earlier in the year, four point game against Marshall, 11 point game on the Island. You know, it's a tough ticket, hard ticket out there to Hawaii. Um, I mean, they whooped up on Villanova, the teams they beat. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's a not, it's it's a hard ticket for Reese Poff, but yeah, I think you're probably right. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I look to take Albany in the FCS playoffs because I think they're a pretty fucking complete team. Where where do you rank uh, Reese, uh, Big Papa Poff, among the uh, the quarterbacks in the top five? Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Granowski at South Dakota State. It's hard to to put anybody over him because he's been so dominant. Mm-hmm. After that. I mean, there's a slew of different quarterbacks you could say that are good, but I I think you could make an argument that Poffenberger is right there among them. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder also if if he's not going to transfer out because I think the FBS might come calling. Uh, we'll see. I hope he stays. Little bit of Rutgers. Yeah. Get him up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the SoCon had a huge game for the auto bid essentially. And that was Furman Chattanooga. Furman wins 17 to 14. So now we're in a spot here where Furman's in first place, Chattanooga's in second, Mercer's in third, Western Carolina's in fourth, Sanford in fifth. Um, what's crazy about this is uh Carolina has the tiebreaker on Chattanooga, but Mercer has the the tiebreaker on Carolina. So it, it, there's still something to play for here. I know uh, the Catamounts also have a nice non-con. We'll talk about them in a second, but huge win for Furman as they pretty much locked up uh, that, you know, they, they did lock up the SoCon auto bid. 
Um, North Dakota, 45 Murray state 31. Tommy Schuster became the all time leading passer in ND history. Um, Northern Iowa, 50 Western Illinois, six Valpo got a win 21, seven against Dayton that I did not see coming. And then we had a barn burner in the Valley, South Dakota, 14 Southern Illinois seven. So let me ask you this now. So South Dakota state beat the piss out of North Dakota state. We know North Dakota state's history. Are they going to get in? Yeah. So I think, unfortunately, this is a situation we know the FCS, they got a better format. They got the real playoff and that's what we love. But unfortunately, there still is some wiggle room for them yeah. to shoehorn in some good things. So uh, North Dakota State wins out. Yeah, I think they're basically in just based off of history and the blue blood uh, factor of it. I think I think we're going to see uh, the Bison hanging out in the playoffs, on, even though, though I don't think they deserve it. <laughs> well, hang on. So so the Salukis have an FBS win. Mm-hmm. Now, Southern Illinois is at North Dakota State. It's kind of a playoff game, in my opinion, because if that's this week, if the Salukis win, they'll move to four and three. They have Indiana state to end the season. they will be five and three. And then the fact that Youngstown plays the Jackrabbits, someone's got to lose that game. Uh, There's a little more carnage to to happen. I think the Salukis can still find themselves in, in the, in, in the road to Frisco here in the FCS playoffs. If North Dakota state loses to Southern Illinois and they're three and four, in the conference, their following game is at Northern Iowa, which they could lose. Mm-hmm. There's no way they put them in if they go three and five in conference, right? No, I don't, I don't think you can, especially with the rest of the teams that they'd have to jump in the conference. There's there's no way you can do that. Um, I've seen a lot of people giving a lot more love to Southern Illinois and acting like YSU's this bubble team, and I just want to point out my. Uh, my hometown pens, they kind of put it on they put it on Southern Illinois. So let's not forget them. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. think, <laughs> I, I think the angle though on Southern Illinois is the non-con. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah, Southern Illinois non-con beating a, 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 a uh, Northern Illinois team that by the way, is going to make a bowl game, I think in mm-hmm. the Mac and then beating Austin P and also beating Austin P by the way they did. Uh, Austin P is sitting right now at uh, where there was it's the first place four and in the UAC, right? So they yeah. have like a 26 point win against Austin P and FBS win against a bowl team. And then they beat SEMO who, uh, if you're you know, in the, the big South OVC is right there potentially to win the conference. So uh, I think that is part of the reason why, but yeah, Youngstown beat the piss out of them. They, they haven't, They've struggled lately. All their tough tests, South Dakota, South Dakota state, Youngstown, they've lost. So I agree. I mean, I think it's, it's, I understand September's win should count the same as October's, but I I get your, I get your point. A huge win there by the coyotes. Uh, After that, the shocker, speaking of SEMO, SEMO was in first place in the big South OVC. They were in first place ready to win this thing. And they tripped on Robert Morris, Bernard Clark, and the Colonials get it done. 21, 20. What a fucking game there. 
as uh, as uh, that's a shocker. That's Robert Morris's first win hey, in the Big South hey, OVC. Hey, shocker to me. I locked up Robert Morris this week. Let's go. <laughs> maybe maybe catch him. Yeah, I'm saying to get to win outright <laughs> is insane. Also, Mercer takes down the Citadel. Mercer all of a sudden playing pretty good ball. Now I know it's the Citadel, but they still dominated them. Mercer has one game left, and that's against Samford. What could go wrong? Sanford could potentially knock them out of potentially making the playoffs. Um, Florida A and M forty two, Alabama A and M twenty eight. What was this line that we call this at? Oh man, Let I think me it was check. fourteen. Right? Was it fourteen? I, I want to say I want to say it was fourteen. I know we both picked. So that's it. a push. How about the Butler Bulldogs going to Moorhead State and winning forty nine to seven? Yeah, there we go. And then you want to talk about the luckiest win right now. So, you know, UT Martin's in first place. In my opinion, Gardner Webb's the best team in this, in this big South OVC, right? Mm-hmm. And they got the tiebreaker, right? They yeah. Last and UT Martin won 44, 41 against you uh, against Tennessee tech. And one of those touchdowns was create one of the craziest catches you'll ever see. I mean, from a luck point of view, from a skill point of view, just on a, on a fourth down, but UT Martin, the Skyhawks survive. They survive Tennessee Tech, and now UT Martin, I think, in a spot where yes, Gardner Webb can still catch them, and, and UT Martin only has one conference game left. They are home to Southeast Missouri State, which is huge because that's for the, the fucking you know that's for the spot essentially. Both you know both have the same record, um, and then at Samford. Gonna be a fascinating two weeks if you're a Skyhawk fan. Uh, what'd you make of that one? Uh, yeah, no, that was a very surprising game. I uh, did not think that that game was gonna uh, be that close at all. The Tennessee Tech just out of nowhere showing up. Uh, UT Martin, maybe. I mean, that was that was a sandwich spot. You know what I mean? They're coming off uh, playing the Gardner Webb, losing that game close, and then they got Semo sitting on deck. So uh, I think UT Martin maybe fell asleep at the wheel a little bit. I'm seeing uh, Jay Scott Rhodes. He's, he's talking a little trash. We both uh, we both locked up Eastern Illinois against his boys. We missed that by a point. So shout out to to the penitentiary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, big time. We'll get to that in a second. I mean, let's talk about the Dakota Marker game because South Dakota State beat the piss out of North Dakota State. And as as awesome as this season seems, it's minus South Dakota State. This playoff would be. Unbelievable, mm-hmm. but having South Dakota State in there, you're like, are they just gonna fuck up everybody? It's looking that way. <laughs> Unbelievable, unbelievable. This, this so. week, man, I'm telling you, this is this is their trickiest week right here because they could go on the road this game, they could drop this game, and it doesn't matter. I'm looking at my pens, man, and I love the spot for them. I think uh, I think it's a really good situation for the pens, but uh, South Dakota State, they're in cruise control, man. Yeah, yeah. Eastern Illinois, sixteen. Lindenwood, ten. Let the Lions get the cover. Uh, but I mean, EIU and what they're they're six and three now. What a great season! What a, t- a turnaround season they've had. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, EIU, I feel like next year mm-hmm. they could be a, a a really good team. How Jack- many? Uh, how much eligibility does uh, Mr. Holly have left? That's a good question. I want to uh, say he's got another year, though. Yeah, he's a junior. Yeah. yeah. yeah there we uh, go. Jackson State twenty-one, Texas Southern nineteen. 
Wow. Wow. I didn't oh, see that one coming. That one hey, I we locked that up though. I know, but I didn't see I like <laughs> that was a two-point game. Um yeah, we did cash. We did cash. Let's go. Illinois State, Missouri State it was 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 a, a banger. 36-35. The Cardinals get it done. No, the Redbirds get it done. Uh Abilene Christian took it to Utah Tech 24-7. Alcorn State took care of Southern. You're looking good on your Alcorn play, buddy. Yeah, I'm liking them, man. The Braves. Oh, I'm glad. Glad for McNair's brother out there. Yeah. Uh Montana State put it on NAU 45-21. Lincoln, California got their ass kicked in Zion against uh Southern Utah. Uh Prairie View gets it done against APB. There we go. Bubba McDowell, let's go. Uh the Catamounts of Western Carolina. Weehawk, let's talk about let's do the Weehawk minute right now. Shout out to Weehawk. The Catamounts won. But I'm Kind of nervous about this team moving forward because it was, I mean, Wofford, folks, Wofford's 0 and 9. You know, teams have been beating their ass all year. They were 20, like, I know it was on the road, but they were 20 and a half point favorites, was Western Carolina. So, and, and Reed played at the running back spot. No, no, I'm sorry. No, he didn't actually, right? It was the other Reed, I think. That yeah, played. I was yeah, wondering yeah. His, that's his brother. The other Reed played at the running back spot. Um, but still I'm a little nervous moving forward. So, so here, let, let's, let's, let's talk uh, about the catamounts. They got the win that look, this happens. Sometimes a lot of great teams have that one team where you, the one game where you barely get by. The question is, is can Western Carolina win out They're home to ETSU and they're at VMI. If they are eight and three with their, with their non-con being that they beat Samford or no, that wasn't non That was a, uh, so Eastern Kentucky is who they beat. I don't know. I think, what do you think? You think I think they're going to be, they should be eight and three. And I think they're in. This is going to be a tough one. Cause uh, EKU not really having the season. We thought they would really have uh, They dropped the Mercer game. They dropped the Furman game. They dropped the Chattanooga game. That's that's going to be a tough one for uh, Western Carolina to get in over some of the teams, especially when you see what's going on in the CAA, and then of course Missouri Valley. Um, it's going to be a tough argument, even at eight and three. I think I'm pulling for Weehawk, but they've lost a lot of the crucial games down the stretch here, and it's oh they got Chattanooga actually. I looked at that one wrong, but yeah. maybe that Chattanooga game will help them out. Yeah, huh? so yeah, it's good. <laughs> Idaho 27, Northern Colorado 13. Shout out to college football campus tour. He was at this game and, and looked like the bears were up early, but the vandals rallied, got it done. Mary Matt covered the 17 for us. And even better for me and my UMass over two and a half wins yes, sir. cashed. Let's go. All right, folks, uh, before we got a few more games to talk about, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by game time. Last uh, look, buying tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. All right. So folks snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. 
terms apply. Once again, create that account. Redeeming code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game uh, game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. North Carolina Central was taking on Norfolk State. They got it done 38 24 as Central continues to be a fucking wagon. All right. Uh, shocker though, Buddy Pugh, you know, he's not going to go out like that. You know what I mean? Howard was in the it, 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 in position to maybe, you know, maybe, uh, you know, knock off or maybe c- compete with, uh, with Central. But the game before leading up to, to that game with Central, Buddy Pugh knocks off the Howard Bison 27 24. Unbelievable. What do you make of this one? Man, I'm going to say that's that's why the people come and they catch the FCS college experience because I not only locked this up, but called for the outright upset. Buddy Pugh, mommy, let's go. Oh, <laughs> you know, he's not going to go out like that. No, man. And Howard's been, been guys been coaching since all these other coaches were fucking in diapers. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, Tennessee state 21 Charleston, Southern 35. This is another, <laughs> this is a non-con win that helps, uh, uh, that, that helps Western Carolina as, as you know, the Buccaneers moved to four and five. And if the Buccaneers can, can finish out against Robert Morris and Gardner Webb, well, I don't know about Gardner Webb, but Robert Morris, they might be able to uh, help that resume for the catamounts. Nice win for Southern. Eddie George's team early in the year. They looked on point. It kind of fell apart lately. Lamar beat the hell out of Texas A&M commerce by 20. Shout out to them. E dub put it on Cal poly by 35. Sela Southeast Louisiana took care of business against McNeese Nichols incarnate word. That was a banger because it looked like I dub might rally late. Not they got down to it too much. And now, I mean, we knew they were counterfeit. We knew incarnate word this year just did not look the part. Um, now last year I was actually praising them because I thought they were fucking really good, but Nichols is five and zero in conference now. Mm-hmm. Don't look now, but the colonels remaining schedule home to Lamar and what could go wrong on a Thursday nationally televised against Southeast Louisiana. That's the game, that, but they kind of are playing with house money here. Cause even if they lost a game, I, I, if they just beat, if they just, if they just beat Lamar, which is playing better this Saturday, I think they have locked up, but although Lamar is, is right behind them too. So if Lamar wins Lamar, that's a huge game. So right now yeah. Nichols is five and oh, Lamar's four and one. I dub is four and one. I dub needs help. Lamar controls their own destiny, essentially. Well, Lamar has the loss to incarnate word too. So then you have that whole situation all over again where you got Lamar taking down Nichols, but Incarnate Word took down Lamar. Nichols took down Incarnate Word. 
all over the place. So really interesting shaping up here in the Southland. But uh, yeah, we definitely called this one counterfeit incarnate word. I love to see it for Nichols. That's a program that needs to be up at the top and playing playoff football in the FCS because that's a good program. Win and you're in, Nichols. Win this week and you're in. Let's go. Uh, Central Arkansas took care of North Alabama. Our Bears in the UAC, second place right now. You know, six and three overall, hanging tough. Uh, Austin P in overtime beats Eastern Kentucky. That's the thing about Eastern Kentucky. They have like five losses. I feel like by like a point. But hey, big win for Austin P is the governors are undefeated in the UAC conference. And man, could they win close too? They've played some tight games and pulled them out. I mean, I, you got, I'm looking at least like four or five, one or uh, three point or less games that they've pulled off a couple of them in overtime. So that team, you, you were on them in the preseason. I, I kind of thought, you know, with the roster turnover, they might be in a little bit of trouble, but that's a team that could win. I, I think they're a sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I was a bit baffled in, in the season opener against the Salukis, but after that, I feel like they got their shit together. Uh, Tarleton waxed Stephen F. Austin whoo, by forty-two points. That 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 a loss like that can get you fired. Uh, UC yeah, Davis yeah. thirty-seven, Portland State twenty-three. Dan Hawkins, it's the big sky, all right, and he gets it done. Weber State also took care of Idaho State. I didn't see that one coming because Weber's starting to play better. Uh, Montana put it on Sac State in one of the big ones there, thirty-four to seven. And you know, let's talk a little big sky real quick because. The big sky has Montana, Idaho, Montana state all at five and one. Now what could go wrong here? Well, the brawl of the wild can go wrong here. Montana and Montana state play each other. I mean, I love it personally. I love it because I just think it sets up for a, a just an awesome and Montana has got to get by Portland state first at Portland state this week. Uh, but Montana state gets Eastern Washington this week. So it look, I, if I had to bet, I, I would assume it's going to come down to the brawl of the wild there. Um, and then, you know, then we talk Idaho could Idaho win the big sky because what Montana's got the tiebreaker on Idaho, but Idaho has the tiebreaker on Montana state. But what happens if Montana state beats Montana? Cause it's in Bozeman this year then Idaho would win the conference. Now Idaho still has to win out and their remaining schedule, not necessarily the, the easiest because they're at Weber state that Weber state's having a way down year, but you never know. Weber state has shown flashes before they beat Northern Iowa at, at the UNI dome. And then they had the battle of Idaho uh, in Moscow. It seems like though, Idaho's in a good spot. I would say that um, how many, how, how do you think this will play out? Oh man, this is a tough one. I, it's the brawl of the wild. That's in Missoula, right? Isn't it? It's I, I thought this game. year was in Bozeman. Let me let me check. No, you're right. It's in Missoula yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think really you might be looking at a Montana's team that's that's kind of sitting there in the driver's seat now. You know, sandwich spot. Got to watch out for that Portland State team that could put up sneaky points. So that's interesting. But I, I think Montana's sitting in a good spot. But if I had to. To back a horse, I would say Montana State. I still got to favor them to come out and sneak this thing out. But uh, man, is that a hell of a race in that conference? And that, that conference has just been a bloodbath all year. You know, there's two teams at the bottom, but even Idaho State, 
feisty at times. So real interesting. You gotta love this. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your pick to win it? Well, now that it's in Missoula, even though Montana State's had their number lately, I think I think give me Montana then because they have the tie break, but Idaho just has an easier path than the Montana. So at the end of the day, I'll go Montana in Missoula to beat the Bobcats. But I, I Idaho is a safe play because I feel like I feel like the way Montana State's had the edge on Montana recently, uh that kind of favors them almost like the Ohio State Michigan series, you know, for for a little while there, Michigan couldn't beat Ohio State. I feel like Montana State's kind of had Montana's number uh, uh, since know. Bobby Hawks returned to Missoula. So I don't know. I give me the Grizz though to get over the top. But how about you? That's, that's gonna be uh yeah, no, I think I'm gonna go with the Grizz as well. I think uh that environment's probably gonna be a top ten college football environment in, in any level that weekend. I think it's gonna be fire. I kind of wonder if uh Michael Barker at college football campus tour is gonna get out there. Maybe yeah, you should get out there. Maybe I should hop on a dolphin and swim <laughs> out there. Let's yes, go. Yes. Let's go support the Grizz, man. Let's get it done. I, I'm gonna go Grizz. Just I'm gonna go with my my heart. I want the Grizz to get it done at home. Well, especially after the way the season started, it looked very shaky. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies have come on lately. Uh, game ball time before we get out of here. Uh, six game balls here. Three for me, three for you. I mean, I'm going to start things off with South Dakota State. I know, but North Dakota State. Like I know South Dakota state beat the piss out of them last year twice. Um, but North Dakota state owned that rivalry for a long time. And as, uh, as my friend says, it's easy to see a tide turn. The tide is officially turned. It is uh, Jackrabbits are owning that rivalry right now. So they got to get game ball. Number one for me, Dakota marker game. It's established. Now it's not a fluke. They, they are the team to beat in this rivalry. Uh, who's your first game ball? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just exclude Albany from the list this time. I feel like it's starting to be favoritism. I'm, I'm giving Reese Poffenberger all the, all the, all the game balls. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go chalk with you on this one. You took San Diego state, you know, it's expected. They deserve it. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Montana as well. I'm going to give it to the Grizz whooping on up on Sac state, you know, a team that a lot of people were holding high regards for, um, that's a hell of a win, thirty-four to seven. I mean, they they housed them. Yeah. So yeah, give, give me the Grizz. And and uh, South Dakota State, not San Diego State, but yeah. Um, oh, that's a, yeah. Uh, game ball number two for me is is look, Elon went on the road to Delaware. A Delaware team that's only lost all year was at Penn State. That's an impressive win. Elon, the Phoenix, get my second game ball. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm going to go with a road team as well. And I'm going to have a nice uh, humble dish of crow with it. Austin P I shit all over them in the preseason. I picked them pretty low. I'm going to give you your kudos. You, you <laughs> picked that team to be in the top three. I believe this is a team. Like I said, they win close. They could win big. I think this is a team to watch out for when they're in the playoffs. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I'd watch out for this team. They're sneaky. Yeah. I, I look, I'm with you. Uh, you know, and I uh, appreciate that respect on uh, my, my, uh, my governors there. Um, final game ball for me. Colgate hasn't played that well that season, this season. And when you beat the top team in the conference uh, at their place, 
You deserve a game ball. Shout out to the Colgate Raiders for knocking off Lafayette at their place. Who's your final game ball, man? Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, something that I love that happened this weekend. Yeah, Buddy Pew, my man. Yeah, done. Yeah, I love it. Big win. Go out there, win one for the Gipper type style. So yeah, I'm all about that one. South Carolina State. There we go. The Bulldogs get that game ball, folks. We are the College Football Experience, the FCS College Football Experience. Make sure you give Mike a follow on Twitter at GCG underscore wins because the season's only starting. It's only heating up, you know what I mean. With we have a, a legit playoff in this in this subdivision here, so uh, give him a follow. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The College Football Experience, the FCS College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, folks, make sure you check out our college basketball show. We'll be back in a couple hours talking college hoops for the Wednesday slate. Every single night of the college basketball season, I'm breaking down games and action and uh, tough loss for Youngstown State last night. I know, I know. Uh, the Gulf Coast Guru is a little a little upset about that as they head down to Louisiana and took an L. But season's just getting started. You can afford that one. Uh, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience, the College Football Experience, the FCS College Football Experience, the College Baseball Experience, the Big Twelve Experience. All of those are under our YouTube page. All right, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Please, if you can, subscribe, folks. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. You'll get access to all of our articles, our content our picks for free. So you could do that. Also hop on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We deserve it already. We were pretty fire this past week on our picks, pretty fucking fire. So hop on over there, do all that stuff. And uh, yeah, until next time folks, because we'll be back Thursday with picks and boy, do we got, we got a nice slate there. All right. Uh, Until next time, this is the FCS college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.